This is the Life Truth Network. sermons on the plains. Today, Luke continues to write down his latest findings to his friend Theophilus. He continues to write down some of those same parables, but there's more exciting things ahead. Dear Theophilus, besides the sermon that I wrote to you earlier, Jesus also preached in parables. Here are the ones my friends told me that Jesus also taught that way. He also told them a parable. Can a blind man lead a blind man? Will they not both fall into a pit? A disciple is not above his teacher, but everyone, when he is fully trained, will be like his teacher. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, Brother, let me take out the speck that is in your eye, when you yourself do not see the log that is in your own eye? You hypocrite! First take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take out the speck that is in your brother's eye. For no good tree bears bad fruit, nor again does a bad tree bear good fruit. For each tree is known by its own fruit. For figs are not gathered from thorn bushes, nor are grapes picked from a bramble bush. The good person, out of the good treasure of his heart, produces good. And the evil person, out of his evil treasure, produces evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth, speaks. His mouth speaks. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I tell you? Everyone who comes to me and hears my words and does them, I will show you what he is like. He is like a man building a house, who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when a flood arose, the stream broke against that house and could not shake it, because it had been well built. But the one who hears and does not do them is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. When the stream broke against it, immediately it fell, 
it fell. And the ruin of that house, of that house was great. Was great. Good morning, Luke. Are you ready to go? Oh, yes. I was putting down some final touches on the parables you told me about last evening. Tell me, what is it that you wanted to show me? I just wanted to stop by the synagogue. It has some history attached to it I think you'll appreciate. After Jesus preached his sermon on the plain, he came here to a town in Capernaum. Can a blind man lead a blind man? Will they not both fall into a pit? A disciple is not above his teacher, but everyone, when he is fully trained, will be like his teacher. What's that, Dr. Luke? Just thinking out loud about what Jesus said about the blind leading the blind. So true. It's similar to how a student needs to be trained by a teacher. Right, a man might be able to learn a lot by observing the world on his own, but he makes progress when a teacher is involved. Don't I know it. My apprentices mean well, but they make plenty of mistakes until one of my qualified fishers show them the ropes. And the word qualified is the key word. It's the same kind of thing when Jesus spoke about taking the log out of your eye before taking a speck from someone else's eye. Right. You sure wouldn't want a blind man picking specks out of your eye. Oh, heavens no. Just not a good idea. You've got to take care of yourself first. Because you can't judge or instruct another if you're blinded by your shortcomings. It might even be more guilty of the problem that needs fixing. And I like how Jesus compared trees bearing good fruit to his followers bearing good fruit in their actions. Right. A bad tree can only produce bad fruit. And even if good fruit is produced, you can't expect to get grapes from a fig tree. It takes all kinds to make up the kingdom. Both the grapes and figs are good. And each plant is special in the one fruit that it produces. We can be in Christ, but all still be gifted in different ways, each one bearing his own good fruit. And we know who is in the kingdom by what his mouth speaks. Right, because it's more than simply calling the Messiah Lord. Faith is grounded into putting his teaching into action. Like the house built on a good foundation, a house that stands unshaken by the flood. I couldn't have said it better, brother. How about if we take a break right here for a moment? I have something you might want to write down. Certainly. I'm ready when you are. The sermon on the plain that we have been discussing was right over in that direction when Jesus walked into town. He was stopped by some elders of some Jewish leaders. Then it was right about here when he was stopped by some friends. After he had finished all his sayings in the hearing of the people, he entered Capernaum. Now, a centurion had a servant who was sick and to the point of death and was highly valued by him. When the centurion heard about Jesus, he sent to him elders of the Jews asking him to come and heal his servant. 
And when they came to Jesus and pleaded with him earnestly, saying, He is worthy to have you do this for him, for he loves our nation, and he is the one who built us our synagogues. And Jesus went with them. When he was not far from the house, the centurion sent friends, saying to him, Lord, do not trouble yourselves, for I am not worthy of you to come under my roof. Therefore, I did not presume to come to you. But say the word, and let my servant be healed. For I too am a man set forth before authority, with soldiers under me. And I say to one, go, and he goes. And to another, I say, come, and he comes. And to my servant, I say, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard these things, he marveled at him, and turning to the crowd that followed him, said, I tell you, not even in Israel have I found such faith. And when those who had been sent returned to the house, they found the servant well. What the master meant was, as great as the faith of the believing Jews might be, this foreigner's faith was even greater. I see. If I may ask, where are we going? We've been traveling most of the day. Not much further. Do you see that town up the road? Yes. It's called Nine. There's a woman there I think you might want to meet. I recognize this area. We aren't very far from Nazareth, are we? That's right. You take that road to the northwest to get there. It's not far at all. I don't know how familiar with our history you are. Well, not much, but I'm learning. Well, do you see that hill beyond Nine? It's the Hill of Mora. On the other side of it is Shunem. I see. And why is that remarkable? Years ago, we had a prophet named Elisha who raised the son of a Shunammite woman from the dead. Sometime later, Jesus did something very similar. Oh, like the centurion, right? What? Uh, no, this is more closely related to Elisha. Ah, here we are. Good evening. How may I help you? Oh, Tiberius. I haven't seen you for ages now. Grace and peace, my sister. I have a friend who would love to hear about your son. Come on inside and make yourself comfortable. This is my friend, Dr. Luke. He's been gathering accounts of the Master and his teaching. Gathering accounts of the Master? Oh, how wonderful. That's right. I'm writing stories down to send to my friend. He's eager to know the true account of what happened in this region. Writing things down? I, I don't know if I should. You know how the religious leaders even here can be harsh on those of us of the way, especially lately. But your story about your son, I know Luke would love to hear about it. Yes, if it involves Jesus, I would love to hear your story. I don't need to include your name. I don't want to get you into trouble with the authorities. 
I, I, I don't know if I should. Come on, you know you can trust me. You can trust Dr. Luke as well. I suppose so. I mean, as long as you keep my name out of your writings, I'm not as afraid for myself as I am for my son. Soon after, he went to a town called Nine, and his disciples and a great crowd went with him. As he drew near to the gate of the town, behold, a man who had died was being carried out, the only son of his mother. And she was a widow, and a considerable crowd of the town was with her. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said, Do not weep. Then he came up and touched the bier, and the bearer stood still, and he said, Young man, I say to you, arise. And the dead man sat up and began to speak, and Jesus gave him to his mother. Fear seized them all, and they glorified God, saying, A great prophet has arisen among us. God has visited his people. And this report about them spread to the whole of Judea and all the surrounding countries. Presented by the Protectorate Players, Luke, Nathan Caldwell, Jesus, J.D. Sutter, Tiberius the Fisher, Keith Helsling, the Widow, Lomanda Baby, Crowd Voice, Terry Helsley, and Jerry Kakik. Music is used by permission of Forgotten Sounds, Middle East, a presentation of Protectors of the Buck and HPN, life-truth.com. Scripture content has been recorded using the ESV Bible.